Here's what's coming up on today's show. My point is they're doing a lot more research going to the grocery store trying to save some money using coupons, etc., than they are maybe with their own investment portfolio, which is a more significant cost. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Fun fact here, Mark Silverman, the United States population grew by... 0.1% in 2021, that is one hundredth of a percent, I guess, and or one-tenth of a percent, I should say, and that was the slowest rate since our nation was founded. A lot of that, I guess, has to do with so many people dying because of COVID, but what in the world Uh, is going on there? I don't know where those numbers, that number doesn't seem correct to me i mean they're not taking in i know especially in arizona we have a lot of people coming across the border i don't think yeah. those people count in that number clearly because um, if they did it would it would way more surpass uh, the deaths to covid yeah and i guess so. there are a lot of older people these days too who, who may have passed away last year but people so. are living longer i mean yeah. more and more not healthier that's, but people are living longer that's true yeah so, so. I'm wondering, yeah, their their official numbers may not be telling the whole story. I don't know. I haven't had any statistics classes in a very long time, so, you know, <laughs> I don't necessarily understand these things. Right. right. I just thought it might be kind of interesting to talk about. But, hey, let's talk about the cost of doing business. And this is something that, uh, you know, makes a lot more sense to, to you and to me, too. Uh, there are different ways that financial advisors can get paid and there's a lot of confusion out there about that. Can you explain the different ways that, that uh, financial advisors get paid? Sure. And financial advisors, I'm using the term loosely, but in simple terms, people either make money either with either commissions or fees. Commissions are, you know, if, they're, if you're selling insurance products specifically like annuities and those sorts of things, even some commission products in the brokerage side, which we don't do brokerage business. We are a full RIA registered investment advisor, but people that are still doing the brokerage business where they're charging a commission is another way of doing that. Um, Like I said, annuities are another way, or there's fees where you charge a percentage, which is the way we do it. When we manage assets, we charge a percentage of the assets that we manage. Um, So if the assets go up, we make more money. If the assets go down, we make less money. Uh, And that's a typical fee-based type of arrangement. There's also fee for advice, which we do as well for financial planning. We charge a standalone fee for financial planning, so clients don't have to use us to invest and that sort of thing, but we can do planning for you and just pay us for advice. You're paying for our time, so that's very objective that way. Um, but those are kind of the two main ways is is either fees or commissions. And commissions obviously are paid out by you buying a product, whether it be an annuity or whatever it might be. And then that company that who's selling that product pays the uh, agent or advisor a part of that fee. So uh, what are the pros and cons, in your opinion, of the different ways of paying an advisor? And do you think there's one way that's better than the others? Of course I do. Um, (laughs) Everybody has an opinion. You know, the commission thing, when I started in this business in the mid-90s, everything was pretty much all commissions. You know, we would sell mutual funds and we would get paid, uh, the client would pay a, a commission and a part of that commission would go to the firm and part of that firm commission would go to me as the advisor. The industry's kind of moved away with that. Where it hasn't is on the annuity side. Obviously, you're listening on the radio and if you notice, most of the people on this uh 
station that are talking or have radio shows are pushing annuities because the commissions on them are quite large, very large in my opinion. And so, you know, they're just selling products and they get paid up front and at once and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, the fee-based, I think, is a better way to go. It's more equitable. It puts the advisor and the client on the same side because you're paying a fee and it's pay-as-you-go. So you pay a lot less per year than you would get in a commission in a year. But if you're not, if we're not doing the job that we're supposed to do, the client can leave at any point in time and they just pay as they go. Whereas with a commission product, they typically are locked in, specifically like with an annuity, they're locked into that product. The agent in that case is paid up front, uh, which I think discourages them from actually wanting to service that policy that going forward because they've already gotten paid. So there's not really an incentive to, to keep servicing the client. Whereas with the fee-based that model that we follow, we have to be doing what we're supposed to be doing because the clients can fire us at any point in time. So I think it just makes more sense in that way. And then also the fee for planning. Clients can pay us to be objective. They're paying for our time rather than just paying us to sell them a high commission product, which the incentive is for them to buy the product and we get paid a commission. We don't do that. They're paying for our time so we can be objective and give them the advice that's in their best interest at all times which is the definition of a fiduciary, which we are. Absolutely. Uh, You always have the best interests of your client at heart. And uh, you're listening to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. And uh, we always love doing this radio show. And right now, uh, Mark is explaining the cost of doing business. Other than fees paid to an advisor, what are some of the other costs that people might encounter out there in the financial world? I mean, there's lots of different costs. I mean, investment products, you know, if you're buying a stock or a bond, you know, those don't have an ongoing expense ratio, but mutual funds do. Exchange traded funds or ETFs have expense ratios. Those are lower than mutual funds typically. You know, annuities have lots of fees, specifically variable annuities have really high fees. I don't see as much of those as we used to see, thankfully, in my opinion. Um, But there are still a lot of annuities out there that have fees that people don't realize that there's rider charges and stuff like that. Um, Some of those may be worth it. Some of them may not be. So people don't understand because a lot of those fees aren't transparent. When we charge our fees with our clients, they actually see it on their statement. And as I tell people, you can't determine a value if you're receiving value if you don't know what you're paying. Whereas if a fee comes out of a product and let's say your annuity made this, but they took out a portion, you don't see that on your statement. So you don't even know what you're paying. And so it's hard to determine value when you don't know what you're paying. Um, So being transparent is very important. And that's why as a fiduciary and RIA, et cetera, on a CFP, that uh, transparency is is, is very important. Nobody works for free. And there's some advisors out there that that are very scared about admitting what their fees are. And in those cases, you know, if somebody asks somebody what they get paid on a product, I think the advisor should answer that question truthfully. And a lot of times they don't in what I've seen. So it's just being transparent and, and that sort of thing when it comes to this business. Mark, I know that a lot of times when you get together with someone for the first time and you uh, go over their portfolio and see what's there and analyze it, and a lot of people are really shocked. What percentage of people would you estimate have higher portfolio costs, higher fees, and, and all that kind of stuff than they actually realized when they first came to see you? I would say most. I mean, most people, it, it always amazes me. Most people have no clue what they're paying their advisor. And again, nobody works for free, including us. But I'd like to think that our clients know exactly what they're paying us, because if they feel they're paying too much, then they won't want to work with us if they don't receive, if they don't feel they're getting the value. But a lot of people use um, products where they may be charging a fee, which I think a fee is probably the way to go. But they're also have internal expenses. Maybe they're using, you know, 
high expense ratio mutual funds, et cetera, which the clients don't see. Um, but they are paying that because it's coming out of their return. So, you know, and most people and, and a lot of these people, if they're if going to the grocery store and seeing what the cost of food is or even purchasing gas at a gas, station, you know, they, they're aware of what the costs are. And those fees, you know, obviously look to you're looking to save money there. Investment fees are probably a bigger expense in most people's lives if they have a decent sized portfolio, yet they don't do the homework and look and see what they're paying in fees. And my point is they're doing a lot more research going to the grocery store trying to save some money using coupons, et cetera, than they are maybe with their own investment portfolio, which is a more significant cost. Sort of like, uh, you know, we talked about before how so many people uh, spend so much time planning a vacation. But, uh, you know, they don't they don't spend any time at all planning for retirement, you know, so. Correct. That's uh, true. Good kind point. Of the way it is. Exactly. Uh, how can somebody get a better understanding of exactly what costs are associated with their current collection of financial products or retirement, retirement plan, whatever their scenario may be? Well, if they're working with a reputable advisor, they should be able to get everything in writing. Um, you know, the way that we work, and I can't speak for everybody, uh, everything is in writing. We disclose everything. We have conversations with our clients. They always know it's, they see it on their statement. Um, happy to have those discussions with people. But, you know, when we do a financial plan for somebody, we'll do a full cost breakdown so they're aware of what those fees are. Some fees are easier to determine than others. You know, when it comes to retirement plans, it's tough. Even if you have a 401k to find out what you're paying is tough. Even if you reach out to your HR person at your company to find out what the fees are, they may give you a ballpark, but they won't be specific. And so retirement plans are a kind of a tough one. Um, but as far as regular accounts, mutual funds, et cetera, you know, we can we can do a breakdown and, and show you what those fees are based on what you're currently holding, et cetera. Well, I know that if, if uh, Mark Silverman is your financial advisor, you will get all that disclosure, everything up front. You'll know exactly the way things are. Uh, you'll know the real deal, you know. So why not call Mark Silverman's office and arrange to have a conversation with him? And Mark, it all starts with actually a phone conversation, right? It does. And as I've said before, and I, I've said this before, you've heard this, Ron, it's not what you make. It's what you make after fees and taxes. And too many advisors don't don't you know, focus and, and look and see what their fees, if they're competitive, they don't look at the tax planning aspects to making sure that things are running efficiently for people so they can maybe save some money on taxes uh, versus not. And so, you know, this is all determined through our process and we cover all these sorts of things as well as others. So if this is something that interests you, feel free to reach out. Or if you just have a specific question um, that I may be able to help answer for you, certainly reach out. Christine will get back to you and, and get you some time on my calendar for a 15, 20-minute phone call. Uh, we'll be able to discuss whatever it is that you feel you need to have answered for you. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? 
Tune in to Saving with Silverman, Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.